Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, the legit boss. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Tape live on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. And of course, uh, uh, available wherever audio podcasts can be found. Uh, we had mon- the Monday Night Raw after Clash of Champions is in the books. And evidently, a lot of stuff had to be uh, rewritten moments mm-hmm. before it went on air due to a variety of issues uh but uh but and it kind of felt that way Larson I'll be honest with yes. you it felt a little bit like that we had uh two open challenges uh right yeah we had Andrade and then Drew McIntyre uh-huh. so we had uh-huh. two open challenges we had new theme music tonight we had some new theme music tonight for Alice yeah, he had sort of a whole new repackaging there yeah, um, for, for uh, like the actual song itself was all right, but what's yeah. with the slow down the person talking something something Alistair Black and then the song kicks in again, the song's fine, but just like the slow down talking to begin, I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I'm just I'm happy that the uh, I'm just happy that the they didn't. So Alistair Black debut with me. He has like a well, I, last week he was wearing like the long pants. Yeah, he had the uh, pants. But t- the tonight felt like the final realization. He did, it, and he, he had more of a uh, with the vest on, with the new vest, more of like a biker guy too. <laughs> He's like a biker pirate, huh? Yeah. Well, he yeah. he lost. He he took off the the the, the eye bandage before his match. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. I think that's cool. He's got sort of a new motivation too. His dad was rude to him. Um, and uh, and yeah, I like I, I I didn't I wasn't able to catch like a clean version of the song, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, be, I, I haven't seen it on on Twitter or anything. But it's got lyrics and it sounds very metally. So yeah, like I think the song itself is all right, but like his previous yeah. theme was so great. Yeah, but here's the thing, dude. Right at this by this time, I simply associate that theme music, the candles, the board that comes up with failed call up. That's what I associated with. So now he's got a new thing. Maybe, maybe they'll give him a win against Kevin Owens, which didn't happen tonight. You think you're going to debut a bunch of new stuff. You're not going to have a, stupid Drake throw the match out, DQ finish. him. That terrible was a bad finish. finish. Kevin terrible Owens finish. is not. If they, Look, dude, if they want to go, if you're going to rebrand Aleister Black, 
you can't go half in, half out. You got to give him some wins against some people, you know? Well, the one thing about when he, he had the, the, the stale or the stalled push, at least he was winning matches. It was against enhancement talent, but he was winning. Isn't that weird? Like, that was his push, and he was winning. And he, he, like, he actually gets a rebrand. You think you're going to push him. And no, then, like, I don't think he's ever going to get a clean win against Kevin Owens. Yeah, probably not. Um, the bigger, I guess, story tonight was uh, uh, the return of Bob Roode. Robert oh, Roode. Yeah, that uh, was exciting. Yeah, he looked great. Uh, he grew his hair out a little bit. He grew the beard out a little bit. I wish mm-hmm. he had gained, like, a quarantine 20, though. I wish he came back and he just had, like, a, a, a big old gut going. Yeah, that'd and be he's cool. like, yeah, what do I care anymore? I don't, you know, I've been in quarantine. All I will time. say this, though. Uh, you know, the writing was kind of on the wall. That was going to be Bob Rude once Dolph goes up to uh, Scrap Iron and says, I got the guy for your open challenge here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, they used to be tag team partners. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he comes out, but it's still a nice surprise to see him. Uh, from a character perspective, you know, don't have much to go on based on one match. From an in ring perspective, I mentioned this before we got started. Uh, very reminiscent of NXT Bob Roode, a tactician, a strategist. He goes there, goes right after Drew's knee that he injured just last night at Clash of Champions. Uh, and it brought a sense of drama, and it gave you a sense. We knew Bob Roode wasn't going to win this match. Gave you a sense that for a second, especially when he hit that glorious DDT, you could suspend that your disbelief and think to yourself, maybe Bob Roode can win this. The one thing I wish they had done was actually mention that it was Drew McIntyre that beat Bob Roode for the NXT title. Mm-hmm. They didn't mention that. Yeah, I know. I know. I had to go back because I wanted to see if their paths crossed in impact. But I think by the time Drew Galloway got there, Bobby Roode might have already been in NXT. In any event, the only thing I found was their NXT match, um, yeah. which, yeah, was a pretty good one. I forgot mm-hmm. who mentioned this, but uh, I noticed on Twitter um, – that uh, there was a rumor that James Storm was in the area, um, and that mm. he might uh, he, he might have been showing up. Well, he uh, said in an interview recently that he was uh, in line to show up to 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 come over to WWE prior to pandemic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, okay. Well, here I got the they'll source this one. Pro Wrestling Sheet says this. Oh, I kind of missed this one. Well, this one was this from? Oh, this was today. Uh, let's see here. Former Impact. Uh, wrestling star James Storm says he was set to debut in WWE this year after WrestleMania, but the whole thing came to a halt due to pandemic. Speaking with Ryan Satin in a soon-to-be-released interview, he revealed he was first approached by the company during the weekend of the Royal Rumble in January. Unfortunately, he missed the email while working an NWA show and didn't see it until returning. That sounds like something we would have done until <laughs> um, returning home. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember he like, had two matches in NXT like mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That gave him more money. So that would be rad. Maybe, hey, maybe that's why Rude has grown out his hair. He's getting scruffier to reform uh, beer money with, uh, beer money. yeah, with uh, with James Storm. That would be, be cool. That so would be anyways. something. No, I saw that on Twitter. I was like, oh, it'd be cool if it was James Storm if he answered the open challenge. I always like when new guys debut in that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always a lot of fun. So, anyways, uh, I guess we'll just hop into this. I mean, there wasn't any big, you know, they they kept the name. Uh, they kept Retribution's sort of thing fresh, I guess, or at least on the, you know. On your brain, yeah. On your mind, exactly, with a video package, and then, like, the logo showed up during the Hurt Business match. Which, yeah, it amounted to nothing. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we've got, I mean, there was, uh, there was obviously at least one tease <clears throat> for Hell in a Cell, which was obviously Randy Orton. Yeah. That's sort of how things kicked off. There was a, uh-huh. a celebration 
for uh, 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 the, the 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 defeat of Randy Orton with Ric Flair. Uh, I have written down in Steve notes. I have to send these out here. Uh, Ric Flair, Randy Orton, Christian, and HBK all came down, Larson. But that didn't happen. No, it, it wasn't Randy Orton. Orton. It was Big Show. Yeah. So they're, Anyways, they all, yeah, they all hit the ring. Yeah, you want to send your notes out. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll go yeah. through this. So uh, uh, Shawn Michaels gets on the mic, welcomes us to Raw, and then introduces Drew McIntyre. Drew comes down. He's like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Stay on the ring with legends. And he mentions how each of them were in some way influential in his own career. Uh, really puts over Sean, especially. Um, and, uh, you know, he culminates, says, hey, we were all brought together uh, for our disdain of Randy Orton. Um, and then Shawn Michaels like, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, we all got together while we were recovering from getting punted, decided to show up and exact some revenge for ourselves. Hope you're not upset about that. But if you are, it's Ric Flair's fault. Drew says, you know, hey, I already beat Orton at SummerSlam. I proved I could beat him. He says, I'm fine with anybody beating him up. And he says something like, uh, even if, if if people want to beat him up while Orton's walking down the street, have at it. Ooh, that's a, yeah, that's, I, I heard that and I was like, you know, people can be crazy, man. Maybe yeah. that's not, although I guess if anybody want to test, wants to, you know, test their luck against huge Randy Orton, I think Good people luck. like sort of underestimate how big that guy actually oh, he's is. Like he's like 6'4". He's huge. Yeah, he's, he's a big guy. So Orton shows up on the Tron. He's like, hey, Drew, over here. Um, <laughs> He tells Drew, hey, this moment won't last for you. It's going to be over. It's not going to be over until he says so. He says, you thought you went through hell yesterday. You have no idea what hell is, but you will know what hell is. I'm not finished with Drew till I'm WWE champion. Um, and then Drew's like, oh, we need to uh, ask for another title shot. And he says, no, I'm going to be given a title shot because I'm Randy Orton. Uh, the only reason that I'm there today is that there's a price to let you know there's a price to be paid when you cross the legend killer. And mm-hmm. so, uh, and then the camera follows him as he just turns around the corner and walks out the door. Yeah. So we're led to believe that he just decided He's he gone. showed up to say what he had to say. Didn't even unpack his stuff. No. And Why do you bring a suitcase? He left. You know. Well, you know, I guess he showed up. Maybe he was like, yeah, maybe I'll have an enhancement match. Uh, oh, they're giving me some microphone time to respond to say my piece. Great. Don't even have to unpack. Hey, do you want a match? Nope. I'm good. I'm good. Maybe he, had, maybe he has his janitor uh, uh, costume in there. So anyway, <laughs> if you go back to Drew, uh, he, he says, all this talk of titles g- gave me an idea. I'm going to put this title on the line tonight. Open challenge. Anybody wants to face him tonight who hasn't already faced him for the WWE Championship. So that means right. no big show. Well. No Dolph. Mm-hmm. No Bob Lashley. Mm-hmm. No Seth. No Randy Orton. Correct. No Brock Lesnar. Yes, no Brock Lesnar. Although Brock was champion when they faced Yeah, I guess that's true. He never really got a rematch, huh? Yeah, Brock's never faced Drew while Drew was WWE champion. Good point. After that, we had a Zelina Vega interview in gorilla position. She says she's going to prove that she is ready for Asuka, but Asuka's not ready for her. Asuka interrupts her, tells Vega, uh, I hope you're ready to lose to her tonight one more time. Rest, Pat Buck, uh, keep them from fighting. That match happens next. Uh, another decent match, a good showing for Zelina. Uh, result was the same, however. They actually referenced the the finish to their match at Clash. Um, at one point, Zelina got to the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, she was still working over Asuka's arm that she uh, uh, worked over at Clash of Champions. At, in the end, though, uh, Zelina goes for a moonsault. Asuka gets her knees up, puts on the Asuka lock, 
Zelina taps, and the ref has to get in there to break up that hole because Oscar uh, didn't seem like she was terribly willing to do it on her own accord. You gotta you gotta teach people a lesson sometimes. You know, if you're gonna be disrespectful, you know, you gotta put them down like a dog. Uh, so after that, we had uh, in the Legends Lounge, uh, Flair, Big Show, Christian, HBK, all playing some cards. Yep. Uh, after that, we had Andrade. Uh, he's in the ring. And uh, uh, Zelina is still being helped out by the refs and everything. He says, Muñeca, which is his, uh, his uh, uh, I forget what that means in Spanish. Maybe somebody can tell us what that means. It means something, but it's her, like, nickname. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, basically, you're nothing without me. Uh, on, uh, Angel got hurt and uh, uh, because... Uh, Wait, what was his reasoning on that one? He got. He I didn't. Got, I didn't catch the reasoning behind that one, but yeah. he just said I was the one holding the team together. Yeah, I'm the greatest I'm, in WWE. Anybody wants to face me, come I on mean, down. Yeah, basically, I'm tough. He's not. You know, mm-hmm. they're all dead weight. I'm. You know, the man. Uh, so he says, and this was this was all. In, it was it was half. Well, not half. It was like seventy percent English and thirty percent Spanish. But whenever he talked Spanish, he would reiterate what he said in English, and it was terribly effective. This guy is so charismatic. I know. I he really doesn't get enough mic time. His his no. promos are so fun. They are so fun. Yeah, they are. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, Keith Lee was the open challenge. He he answered the open challenge. Uh, he looked he looked like he'd been working out, or he looked like he's like. Like getting bigger up top and smaller in the waist a little bit. I think that dude's working out a bit more. Uh, anyways, uh, this was a very short match. Yeah, it was a short match. Andrade tried to chip away at Keith Lee's size. He got him down uh, at one point with a chop block, and he hit mm-hmm. the double knees. And then he sort of brought him up to try to do his finish. I don't know if Keith Lee was just playing possum there, but uh, he just popped him right back up for a spirit bomb. Got three with that, yep. Yep. and then he sort of like he, they did this great, awesome close up of him. Where he's just like looking at the camera with a smile on his face, and he sort of did this, and I'm like, "Oh, was well, that to mean that he was just like oh, playing possum be. the whole time?" Could be, could well, be anyways, playing possum the whole time. Stuff. After that, we go backstage, hurt business, specifically MVP and Shelton Benjamin, uh, just at the catering table, sitting down to enjoy their meal. Some other dude rolls up to them, sits Some next to, at the table, fucking jabroni, and he starts eating. And if they really oh. make this this effective, I couldn't tell if this case he should have been chewing with his mouth open. Um, uh, and making little set like Hilton sounds uh, uh. not like he holds his breath uh. while he's eating and then only inhales <laughs> yeah, between right. bites. Uh. So then uh. Lashley rolls up uh. with a huge plate of food and says, uh, hey, you're in my seat. Oh, <laughs> so the dude man. scoots over right next to MVP <laughs> and Lashley goes, you're still in my seat. Yeah. And the guy finally realizes, oh, OK, I'm, I'm, I'm messing up here. He gets up to leave and then Lashley says, and now you're taking my plate. <laughs> it was just that dude's plate. It was his, yeah. It was the dude's plate, and the guy was like, "Oh, sorry, here you go." And he hands over his plate back, and he leaves. They all start laughing. And Lash is like, "Hey, you want some more food, guys?" And then Shelton's asking the guy to come back so he can have his beverage. Oh, this was hilarious! This was hilarious. Uh, after oh, that, we man. had a Tazawa getting eaten by a shark recap. And then we go backstage. Truth is playing chess with Little Jimmy. He said he feels like a winner after beating Little Jimmy. Jimmy checkmate he said uh maybe he should challenge drew for the title a ninja walks up to him gives him an envelope truth opens reads a letter inside says if you're reading this i've been eaten by a shark uh the battles we had were epic uh i'm gonna give this to you and so the ninja opens up a briefcase and inside is akira tozawa's black belt and while this is all happening akira tozawa sneaks up behind truth rolls him up wins the 24 7 title mm. and then uh the ninja 
pins Tazawa. Mm-hmm. He's champion now. He's also Drew Gulak. He unmasks yes. himself. Yes. And then Truth comes in, decks Drew with the briefcase, pins him. He's champion again. And then it's announced that there's going to be a triple threat between mm-hmm. those three for the 24-7 title mm-hmm. later on in the night. We have an update here. Muñeca means doll. Thank you to all of our Spanish-speaking friendos out there. There's a bunch of people here who speak Spanish. That's great. Uh, and then, yeah, so, yeah, they, they just said that uh, uh, he said Garza got hurt because he was uh, weak. He was mm-hmm. a weak link, and uh, 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 Zelina was a weak link as well. Gotcha. So there you go. After that, we had uh, uh, got that part. Uh, Rollins. Uh, so Bud Buddy Murphy, Mur- yeah. Murphy's just chilling there. Rollins comes up to uh, to Murphy and he's like, "Buddy Murphy, what's going on?" Hey, and Murphy's like being conspicuously cold to Rollins, and Rollins is all super excited about the lamest possible thing WWE's doing tonight, which is totally on brand. He's excited about the King's Court with the Mysterio family, uh, and he's like, "Murphy, why are you dressed?" Uh, for a match tonight, we don't have a match. He's like, you should be dressed up. This is a celebration. It's a party. Go put Go on that suit, suit I got you. I got it got just you. for yeah. you. Yeah. And uh, Murphy's like, all right, fine. So he goes and uh, to get his suit on, and uh, Seth looks down. He sees it. His, his phone is there. He picks it up and puts it in his pocket. So he's gonna he's gonna get up in them DMs. I want to I want to I want to mention this before I forget about it. By the time we get to the bit where where Seth's on the the Tron talking to Ray. So after he shows off the text. Why was he looking at Buddy's phone like this? <laughs> like he didn't know how it worked. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I would ask him, but he blocked me on Twitter. There you go. And if because I ask some... him, he'll block me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We need somebody to be following him. Yeah. Uh, uh, I need to start a burner have... account for that. Oh, maybe. Uh, King's Court with Mysterio family. <sighs> So uh, Ray's going on. Yeah, hey, can, hey I'll, I'll do this one. I got it in my notes right here. A very truncated version. Okay. Ray says, Seth, blah, blah. Dom says, blah, blah. Lawyer bring Lawyer. Lawler. Not lawyer. Lawler. Lawler brings up the Aaliyah stuff. He wants to know how she's feeling. She says, uh, I don't know why Murphy came to me, but he came to me. I didn't come to him. Whoever hangs out with Seth is a piece of crap. Then Seth shows up on the Tron. He says, one of you isn't being 100% honest with the family. He says, the truth is that Aaliyah is sprung on Murphy. And then he showed a screenshot of Murphy's phone with the DM. (laughs) Murphy, he's trying to be dramatic is what it is, but it's just asinine. He looks like an idiot. Uh, I love that Murphy has Aaliyah's name in his phone as Aaliyah Mysterio. Complete with a little picture of her as well, which, as you know, generally speaking, uh, I think you have to, like, program in there. Like, oh, which picture do I want to use for this person? Yes. Unless they're carried over from your previous contacts. Uh, So, anyway, she says, uh, uh, so, yeah, the the, the DM is basically like, uh, hey, I'm sorry about this. She's like, it's cool. He's like, if you ever need help or, you know, want to talk, let me know. She's like, okay, by the way, happy birthday, lol, you know, love you or whatever. Um, so, uh, she, they're like, Hey, what the heck is this? And she's like, Hey, he's not like Seth. Trust me on this. Uh, and then, uh, they, she leaves, I think. Right. Didn't she leave at that point? Family follows. Yeah. And and then Seth is all. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started. Well, well, that's right. While it shows them like at the entrance, you just hear him kind of mumbling. Oh, why is it doing this right now? What? What is this cam? It looks like a camera on here. Yeah. Then Bud Murphy walks in, gets his phone, uh, and Seth's like, "Bud, you did this to yourself. You think you could hide things from me?" And then he starts laughing, and then Buddy Murphy grabs him by the collar. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is about to do something. Dom comes in, tackles them. They're brawling on the floor again. Pat Buck referees have to break it up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so uh, yeah, Pat Buck was on. He was on double duty tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, let's see here. Then we've got, uh, oh yeah, I have written down here, uh, Lana and Natalia. They try to make the case that they should be tag champs, uh, that Naya and Shayna should be stripped and they should have the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, uh, brings out, uh, 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 Adam Pierce. He comes to stage and says, you're not, I'm not going to strip Naya and Shayna, but I will give you an opportunity, uh, to maybe earn an opportunity, uh, if you win this match. Uh, and their opponents are Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke in a thrown-together tag team. So now we knew that Mandy had been traded to Raw. They made a huge deal about that. Um, but uh, this is the first we're getting uh, to hear about Dana uh, Brooke also being on Raw, just a mere week and a half or so away from what is supposed to be a huge deal, the WWE draft, and yet there's all sorts of roster moves and stuff. You know, it's, you know it is going to be very interesting. It's going to be really interesting. To see people who were on SmackDown who were treated a certain way, who, you know, had good creative behind them, mm-hmm, which I'll be mm-hmm. honest, I, I really enjoy SmackDown right now. I think it's pretty solid. Same. Same. To see them go to Raw where things seem to be a bit messier. Oh, yes. Um, and people on, like, for example, look, I love the Hurt Business. I think they're great. But Apollo Crews is kind of getting him and Ricochet, but... I mean, Ricochet has been getting the short end of the stick for a while now. Apollo was supposed to be in, you know, I mean, you know, he was the U.S. champion. Mm-hmm. He just can't catch a break. I know they won their match tonight, but like, 
I want to see him go over to SmackDown because for too long, it's been the same thing over and over and over and over. I mean, even MVP referenced that tonight. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that was a shot at creative. I don't know. But he talked about the same thing over and over again. And what do we get tonight? Another six-man match with some iteration of, you know, these faces. Apollo, Ricochet, it was Cedric. It was Ali for a second. Now it's Ali again. More or less they had when Ali came back. Same outcome. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, uh, Mandy, she's on Raw. Uh, instead of making a huge splash in like the title picture, she's in a throw-together tag team. Mm-hmm. Yes. With no explanation. Like, what does SmackDown get in return in this trade? You know? We'll probably never know. Especially with Honestly, the Honestly, th- that wouldn't like even... Episodes. That wouldn't make this any better. You know, she's still thrown together. She's still thrown in a tag team oh, with somebody who she has no past with. I know. Um, I know. And, and Rand, uh, Mandy Rose, she had an interview later on. Nothing about, oh, you know, it's great to be here. I wish Otis was here. No reference to Otis whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing. So, how, yeah, why, yeah. why, you know, why are we supposed to care if Otis is heartbroken over on SmackDown if Mandy's like, uh, mm. you would think there'd steal. be one segment where she would say, man, I'm really bummed out, but I'm going to make the most of this, you know? She didn't talk about that in the interview. Uh, so anyways, this match happened. Natalia and Lana versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Uh, when Dana was in the ring, she was getting isolated by Natalia and Lana. Uh, Dana hits Insegiri on Lana, gets tagged to Mandy. Uh, Mandy goes on a run, hits a V-trigger on Lana for the win. White Brownie earlier in chat, I think it was White Brownie, mentioned... Uh... Did Lana did that, did that knee look flush on Lana or something? Because he said like, uh, "Looks like Lana got Lana got killed tonight." Uh, I mean, I I didn't notice the PK that uh, Alistair Black did on Kevin Owens. Yeah, that, that looked like boy, that looked that rough. knee that Bud Murphy did to Dom. That mm-hmm. looked flush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, after that, we had an Alistair. But at some point, I miss. I, I didn't write this part down. What part did the MV, did MVP throw the bottle at the janitor? Uh, I believe that a little was bit later. Later, yeah. Okay, well, stop me when we get to that. At some point, I'll just say now. At some point, the hurt business are walking through the hallway, and uh, MVP throws a bottle on the ground after they pass the janitor and tells him to pick it up. Yes. Uh, oh, here we go. Not the knee. The slam Mandy gave her looked rough. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. That I recall. It looked like uh, Lana almost landed right on her face. Okay. Oof. Okay. Hmm. Alistair promo. So he talks about Kevin Owens claiming to be a good man, but he says, uh, but good men don't let bad things happen. Um, so essentially, Owens, why'd you let uh, Bud Murphy take my eye? says uh, Kevin Owens thrives in a situation where he can manipulate the viewers. It took just one line from him to make them forget that he turns his back on people. Mm-hmm. And that's when Alistair mentions that his father, his own father, was a cruel man mm-hmm. and asked Kevin if he had told his son about his own betrayals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it led to Alistair saying, I don't forgive and I don't forget. So Alistair had a terrible dad. He sees Kevin Owens now as uh you know a lying dad you know but i wonder if when he sees kevin owens being a good dad could this potentially lead to alistair black wanting kevin owens to adopt him i mean it'd be better it's gonna be that'd be better than any direction they're probably gonna take this kevin owens would would you be my dad 
Can I call you dad? Pater. Dad. Can I call you Pater? Can we go get ice cream? Dad, please. My father never let me eat ice cream. I just want some of that sweet Napoleon ice cream. It's it's Napoleon. Na, 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 shit, what is it called? Neapolitan. It's Neapolitan. <laughs> uh, we got a shot of the legends backstage uh, talking about uh, if any of them could accept Drew's challenge. Big Show said he could, and Christian's like, no, you already kicked your face off. Street Profits walk in, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. I'd be happy if they showed up, man. They're cool. Yeah, they are. Uh, afterwards, uh, so yeah, then we had uh, Alistair Black with his new music, kind of a new logo, a new attitude. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's got, he's got a bit more urgency in his entrance as well. Sort of storms to the ring. I mean, it's a tad generic. He just sort of gets up on the thing and does this, doesn't do the flip and sit down. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll see where they go with it. I'll see where they go with it. Uh, so anyways... <laughs> This match, man. God, can they just give this guy a win, please? It was. Because, it was. Uh, the thing is, it was a good match. Yeah, I know. It was, it was a solid match. match. It was a solid match. Uh, so let's and see just a here. God awful finish. Owens goes up for a moonsault. He eats some knees of Alistair's. Yeah. Uh, uh, then Alistair Black and Drake, the ref, they get into it, uh, and then Alistair Black goes back to Kevin Owens. Starts like punching him and stuff, and as he rears back for a punch, he accidentally clocks Drake. He like his elbow on mm-hmm. his 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 not follow through, but the opposite opposite of that. Like just yeah, just barely like gets Drake in the gut, mm-hmm. and Drake's like, oh nope, you touched me. Bring the bell, disqualification. Mm-hmm. Lame. Mm, yeah. Lame. Yeah, dude, pretty lame. Lame. So uh, Alistair's given Drake the business. Uh, and then Owens hits him with a stunner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, we get Hurt Business backstage. Uh, they're walking towards their locker room. Mustafa Ali is exiting their locker room. He apologizes, says he must have gotten lost. Uh, and MVP says, yeah, you must have lost your mind. Apollo Cruz and Ricochet come into frame. Even the numbers. And then a match is made for later. Mm-hmm. And then we get a 24-7 title match. This is actually kind of fun stuff. This is good comedy stuff here mm-hmm. uh, because they're like uh, Gulak and Tazawa trying to like double team truth, but they also both want the title. So at one point they both have the same submission lock on, uh, on, on truth. Uh, they eventually uh, Gulak eventually gets tired of that. Starts like trying to take out Tazawa. Uh, at one point he, uh, he straight up throws Tazawa out. This is the finish. He puts truth in the Gulak. Akira comes to, he sentons the shit out of Drew Gulak. That was rough. Uh, so that takes uh, Gulak out. Then Truth slams Tazawa and gives Gulak an AA uh, to get the win. Yeah, on to yeah. Tazawa. And they pins both of them. What's that? He said he, he did the AA on Drew on to Tazawa and the yeah, pins both yeah, of them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So after that, we had the Mandy and uh, Dana interview. Mandy says, you know, I've had my ups and downs. Uh, but Dana has always been there. She's an incredible athlete. And Dana says Mandy is an inspiration. She gets up whenever she gets knocked down. And then Mandy says, you know, there's a title match at some point, Riot Squad, between, uh, and Nia and Shayna. Whoever wins that, we're coming after those titles. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, they I don't know, they heard a fart noise or something because then they both look awkwardly over 
next to them, and the camera pans over, and there's Dom doing his stretches, ready yeah, to go. He did a squat, and <laughs> happened to me before. So, <laughs> there happened to you when you're stretching and uh, doing a squat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, usually, usually it's like I don't. I mean, I don't with the squat, not really. Like any number of other, like I'll just be on the treadmill. And it'll just be, I'll just be in my own smoke. See, here's the thing. Like, if I'm going down on the squat, it's oh, like yeah. I, everything's so, you know, like focused and rigid. Yeah. It's coming up when you push up with those uh, quadricep uh-huh. muscles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes something now, can squeak. When I'm squeak, doing squeak like out. trying to do some ab stuff on the ball, yeah. that's when it usually I'm all. Oh, yeah. You get the pressure going in there when I'm you're like bending the, the uh, ab muscles. I'm like the, uh, what's that giant balloon that came down to Heisen something or another? Uh, Hindenburg. The Hindenburg, yeah, that guy. Woof. Oh, the humanity. Anyways, after that we had uh, Dom versus Murphy. Uh, and this was just more stuff to get Aaliyah involved with the drama. So uh, Dom hits uh, one of those DDTs on Murphy. Then he goes out, gets a kendo stick. Aaliyah comes down. She's like, oh, don't do this, Dom. And then Murphy rolls him up, gets three. Then Dom and Aaliyah start arguing. And then Dom wails away on Murphy with the kendo. Well, she slaps him and walks away first. Yeah. And then he starts wailing away. I have it written down here. I'm officially over this. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I am too. (laughs) You go along, Evie, says Stephen Larson talking about their oncoming incontinence. Yeah, that's going to happen. If if we don't, oh, if, if we just keep doing this for another ten years, ten, fifteen, twenty years, we're gonna be doing it in diapers. How many times you shit yourself today? Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. I can't remember. <laughs> My memory is so bad. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so let's see here. Oh man, Maggie says I definitely had a guy at the squat rack next to me fart, and oh my god, it was a protein fart. Ugh. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, yuck! Oh lordy be! Oh yeah, my Steve notes are gonna be a mess by the time we're like super old. Even more of a mess there now. Anyways, after that, uh, oh there we go. Oh, I do have it written down. Hurt business MVP throws a bottle on the ground near Janitor. I think I missed when Hurt business gave uh, Mustafa Ali the, oh, business. the business. Gotcha. Yeah, I missed that. Anyways, after that, uh, Dolph is saying something to Scrap Iron about. Hey, I got a guy. And then, uh, so Hurt Business is out there. MVP's just going on. MV- even MVP's promo was, like, super long. I know. Like, he comes out and he's like, there's something wrong with Apollo because he keeps doing the same shit over and over again. Uh, they claim that Cedric Alexander got sent to Hurt Business Boot Camp, which yeah. is quite clearly a euphemism for quarantine. Yeah. So, <laughs> after that, we had yeah, Hurt Business likely. versus uh, Ricochet Warp Speed. Apollo Cruise, Apollo and, Cruise, and uh, and Lightspeed. Yes, correct, correct. <laughs> and uh, Lightspeed picked up the win. Uh, it was pretty much the same finish as when he pinned MVP last time, I believe. Tornado DT four fifty, uh, fun match. Uh, Cruise and Ricochet and Ali came out uh, like they were get trying to get the upper hand immediately. Instead, uh, Hurt Business started tossing them all around ringside. The light started to flicker. Retribution's logos popped up everywhere rather than have Retribution show up because, you know, uh, according to Ryan Satin, they're all they're all having to quarantine. Mm-hmm. Talked about that news brief today. Mm-hmm. 
go to commercial, come back. It was like that never nothing, happened. Nothing has happened. Never like happened. commentary mentioned it, but they're just wrestling. They're just in there wrestling. Everything's yep. fine. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, that finish, it was Ali getting the uh, 450 for the win. Uh, after that, didn't they run like the retribution video package after that, though? Uh, that was a little bit later on. That was a little bit later. The, okay. the Legends backstage. Flair wins that last hand with the Royal Flush. Does the Fargo strut. Then we get the Bianca mm. Belair uh, video package where she's beating everybody on the racetrack. This was great. I, I, I'll, I will actually, you know, I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad when they changed Keith Lee's music. Uh, Alistair Black's new music. I kind of welcome it, right? It's a change of pace. They better not fuck with Bianca Belair's theme music. That's true. It is so good. It is you so could use perfect it for, for her. Perfect for her. It's perfect. It's so good. I loved this skit, man. These, I'm telling you, these Mr. Perfect skits are going to get like more and more goofy because this was great. So she's at the track. She's racing three other people. Yeah, I think it starts out with three other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, she beats them all by like a mile, a ton, right? Yeah. One guy, she's like, come on, that was fun. Let's do it again. Let's run it back. One guy just walks off. He just like when when they're done race, he just like starts walking. Okay, off. so uh, White Brownie says Pineapple Pete loses Bianca. That was him. I thought it okay, was. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I knew that he was in Raw Underground a couple weeks ago. Um, so then they go back, and uh, it's her and two other people. So they shoot the gun, and the other two people go, and she just waits. She has a big smile on her face. So then she waits a good like five seconds or so and then takes off, beats him by a mile. Mm-hmm. The girl that was running with them, she leaves. So it's just mm-hmm. down to her and, and this other dude. So she's like, come on, let's run it back. She sets up hurdles and he's got a clear lane. She still wins. And she's like, hey, good job. And he just walks off. No yeah. sells her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. Great. Great stuff. Great She's stuff. fantastic. She's she fantastic. is fantastic. Uh, after that, we had the Retribution video package, and then our main event. Main event. Drew McIntyre versus the returning Bob Roode. Again, like I mentioned in the in the open the show, tactician Bob Roode made a return here. Uh, knowing Drew hurt his knee at Clash Champions, went right after it. That was the focal point of his attack during this match. Uh, and uh, he did a good enough job working that knee that when he hit that glorious DAT, I knew Drew was going to kick out. But, man, 2% in my mind. What if he doesn't? Yeah, I know. I was going through that scenario in my head, too. Like, holy crap. What if they actually do something here? And then, of course, he kicks out. I'm like, oh, that's right. That'll never happen. No, but it was good to see, A, Bob Roode return in the, in the main event because that's where he should be. Um, it's good to see him put forth a really good match. Um, and it's good to see him wrestle like he did in NXT, which got him over so well. Now we just need to do the same thing from the character perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I agree, man. I, I agree. Get rid of the robes, except when you have a match. Where are the suits backstage? You know, it was all robes. Every, every time he was backstage, he had his, his darn robe on. He even didn't have a match during the night. You know, it was like, all right, Bob Reed, what's your character? But he probably went on and on for about stuff in NXT, and it's like. No, it's, you're glorious. You got to wear the, the robes and play that song. Spend so much money on the robes. Why you wear them backstage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus fucking A, dude. Because that was his character. Uh, dude with shiny robes and, and catchy theme music. That was yeah. his character for the longest time. So hopefully that changes. 
though, really good match. Great to see Bob Root back. Uh, this is a good point. Zondo says, of all the people to not get new, Vince loves that song. Loves it. Oh, yeah. I was it's one of his favorite of, themes ever. Man, I was hoping when Dolph came out to introduce him, I was like, okay, it's probably going to be rude. Give him something new. I don't know, man. It, look, just look. Just bring James Storm in. Have him be, uh, what's another name for beer money? Suds Buds. <laughs> there you go. Suds Buds. That's good. That's good. The Suds Buds, right? Mm-hmm. So let's see the Suds Buds. Brew Crew. The brew Crew. <laughs> yeah. The Brew Crew. Yeah. There you go. That's good. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Instead of the APA, they're the IPA. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. The IPA. That's really good, actually. IPA LLC. Oh, that's good. Uh, anyways. Uh, so, it was a good match. Uh, Drew won with the Claymore, but fantastic match. It's good to see Bob Root back. Yeah, it was. It totally was. Hopefully it's a clean slate and he won't be hanging out with the Dolph too much. Uh, so after that... Uh, we get a shot of the mysterious janitor and he's skulking about walking through the halls and uh, he comes across the legends lounge. So at that point you, Oh, okay. It's Randy Orton. Um, So he takes off his mask and he takes off the hood and then he puts on some futuristic looking space goggles and he's like, or he puts them up here. I will say this in terms of form factor. That was the smallest uh, pair of night goggles I've ever seen. I didn't know they made them so small. Maybe they but, didn't. Maybe they're just like really nice swim goggles or something. I don't know. <laughs> but Samoa Joe yelled out night vision goggles. Well, as a story beat he had to hit. Of course yeah. he's going to say that. Wow, look at those super compact. Well, you got to figure these days. It's not like, you know, like on Step Brothers where they're wearing on night goggles. All right. Jorge D says they're welder goggles, he believes. Oh, are those, are those the same? Do they have night vision functionality? No, if anything, they're supposed to be the opposite because your welding is really bright because you got all the sparks and stuff flying at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hip Hop Hippo says, Y'all just mad you can't afford cost effective night vision goggles. <laughs> Good point. Good point. It'd be great if he just uses iPhone because iPhone, iPhone has night vision. Yeah. Do this. Exactly. Anyways. So, anyways, yeah, he comes in there with a chair. It just sounds like he turns the lights on, has his goggles down. It sounds like he's, he's hitting the chair against. Like something on the ground. Repeatedly. Honestly, dude, it just sounds like he's banging his arm against the door, against the wall. He's just doing, and you're not hearing like you know the awkward sound that it would make if a chair. So this is where it gets even stupider, though. So he turns the light back on after a good like thirty seconds or twenty seconds of this shit, right? And you see down on the ground the camera man who's been standing there the whole time, not getting hit. Uh, you know, you see show Christian HBK flare all down on the ground. They're all just, Oh, writhing in pain. Right. So Orton then leaves. He puts on and the cameraman has him right. He puts on his mask and his hood. He goes over back to his, he hunches over. He goes back to his, uh, uh garbage can His little, what I don't know what we called. Janitor's little called his little cart. Yeah. The, the cart. Yeah. And, Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Reps and producers come running to the Legends Lounge. I can't tell you how infinitely fucking stupid this is. He points to the Legends Lounge, right? How would they have known that this shit just happened? Well, they're watching the truck with the camera feed. Okay. All right. So they should, so they should know it's Randy Orton that did it. Yeah. And they should know if Randy Orton is the janitor. I know. He's fucking standing right there. I know. He's right there. You've seen this the entire goddamn time. Yep. This was the stupidest shit. It was pretty, like, it, dude, was pretty I, it was pretty stupid. I can suspend my my disbelief to a a massive degree. A massive degree. This was so stupid. It was really stupid. Good lord. Anyways. I don't know, man. It was just it it just it to me it illustrates it's like I know that the I mentioned this off camera in the pre-show. I get that Raw and SmackDown, they have like there 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 is a writing structure in place. They have writers mm-hmm. who bring their ideas up. They forward their scripts up. It, it hits Bruce or whoever gets to Vince, right? And then Vince will rip it up or whatever. But on SmackDown, seemingly like SmackDown's actually a really well-written show yeah. these days. Yeah. Um, but it's like. Does nobody stop and say, well, if they know there was an attack, then they saw who did it. And he's standing right there. I know. Nobody says that. Nobody says, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't insult our audience's intelligence to this degree. They don't think that. If they did, they wouldn't do half the shit they do, especially on Raw. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you want to answer some questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Shane's birthday t- tweet in 20 years, Dom and Seth will still be feuding. Seems like it, doesn't it? Totally yes. seems like it. Yes. Uh, Julio Contreras says, so now do you get the telenovela reference from being the elite? Um, That was the Dasha Ortiz 
segment. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw a little bit of uh, what Jorge was saying earlier about that. And I, if, if it was, if it was my madre, if it was my mom, she would totally get it. She would totally get it. I am not as well versed in telenovelas. Uh, I was more a fan when we lived in LA, I would watch the Spanish channel for uh, Buscando Amor, which was their blind date show where uh, by the end, you know, like an American blind date show, it would be like, oh, a nice kiss. How do you think about this guy? Well, at the end of Buscando Amor, nine times out of ten, they'd fuck. And they would basically show the. I didn't even know this, but like in apparently in the Valley, uh, they, there's all sorts of like rented, like like uh, hot tub rental places where you can go and you can rent time in a hot tub, which honestly sounds like the most fucking disgusting thing I've heard of in my life. But like half the episodes would show up would they would end up being in at the hot tub place and they would just be banging in there and they would show it on TV. Like clearly it's like, okay, well you can't see literally what's happening, but like but there there's obvious clearly, copulation going on there. They are clearly yeah, there's a baby making right now. Yeah. Um, uh, and then after that they'd ask him, Oh, what do you think of him? And the girl would be like, Yeah, hey, he was okay. I'm like, You just fucked him, so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mike Lucas, wow, I didn't make the Bianca comparison to Mr. Perfect, but that's a great connection. Those Mr. Perfect ones are so great. Those were so oh, I know. great. I know. Uh, Dirty Rich, an episode of Raw with no retribution or Raw Underground. I enjoyed it. Yes. No Raw Underground tonight. I did not miss Raw Underground. Nope. At all. I did nope. kind of miss Shane and Jordan and their little bromance, you know, like he comes up to Jordan all coked out and Jordan's like, oh man, the boss is totally coked out right now. He's like, man, we got some great matches tonight. We're going to have our true Huss again and uh, he's going to fight it. I don't know. Uh, What's that guy's name? Rick Moss. Yeah, that's going to be great. He's like, boss, that happens every week. Yeah, but it's good, isn't it? (laughs) It it doesn't happen every every week. We don't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gareth, will Hurt Business find themselves needing to team up with Ali, Apollo, and Ricochet in order to fight off Retribution? It's entirely possible. Oh, man. Jose Luis and Censura. That was my favorite, too. It was like fucking hardcore Mori, Mori Povic. Like, oh, really? They were requi- I, knew, I knew a person who knew a person who was on that that got into a fight. They just had people from the audience come run in and start fighting people. That's crazy. Oh, man. It was crazy. 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 Jose Luis and Censura. It means uncensored. <laughs> Anyways, let's see here. Uh, uh, Brandon says, in kayfabe, how did Raw end up with Retribution over SmackDown? I guess uh, uh, the Raw brand offered hit them up contracts before SmackDown did. Yeah, or T-Bar. They, they gave T-Bar the choice. Yeah, my hair dye is red. Want to be? I want to be on my contacts. I only bought one pair of the red contacts. They're red. I'm raw. I'm team raw. I'm team raw. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Nemo, do you think Zane, O'Reilly, and Reigns are all given three their current spots so WWE can make the statement they didn't punish those who took off for COVID? I don't think that that's why. However, it is very heartening to see that that is the case. And that yeah. was actually one thing that I thought about with Sami Zayn was 
uh, it'd be when I was doing the prediction stuff, I was like, it'd be really kind of cool. Like if I was wrong about this and they give the title to, to Sammy, give the title, Sammy Zayn be, you know, even though he was out for COVID, I, that's really mm-hmm. cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Rubik's, Rubik's cube. How long do you think Bianca's, uh, Mrs. Perfect skits will go on for when should, will she start wrestling regularly on TV? Hopefully very soon. That'd be so rad if they actually called her Mrs. Perfect. No, oh, I know. She she has her own thing and I totally get that. But sometimes it's kind of cool to have, you know, some some element of the past be handed down, mm-hmm. you know, to somebody in the now and I think that these videos, these these vignettes are such a, a great throwback. That'd be kind of neat. Uh Jorge D should Shane lead a faction of raw underground fighters when it's over. Uh Jorge says I mainly want to see Shane with his best bud tall bodyguard jordan his name is jordan jordan Jordan. uh yeah i would be totally down for that i think that you know if it gives uh riddick moss arturo huis uh and dabakato like a faction and even like you know jessamine duke and uh, and marina shafir maybe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah why not i think that'd be cool Mm -hmm. we need more factions agreed uh night by night which raw superstars would you most like to see in a high stakes game of high lie I don't know much about High Lie apart from that one shot of it uh, being played in the opening credits to Miami Vice. <laughs> Which one's High Lie? This one you got like the the, the scoop looking thing on your hand. It's okay. kind of like what the 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 game in uh, the first Tron is based off of. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I don't know much about that. I don't either. <laughs> Who said this? Somebody said. Uh, wouldn't it be cool if they split up retribution in the draft? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, T bar's only staying on Raw. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Dan Barber, with the draft coming up, who are some SmackDown or NXT people you want to see on Raw? Uh, I know who I want to see on SmackDown. I want to see Apollo Crews on SmackDown. Um, just, I would just love to, to see Raw. Ricochet on SmackDown. Just send Otis to Raw. Yeah, send. Oh, oof, okay. So, do you send Baron to Raw? Sure. Like, I'm wondering if Raw just becomes my if if like if my answer to this is just okay. Well, who would I? It'd be my personal dumping ground. Yeah, totally. Like, who am I not? Like, send Matt Riddle over to Raw. He doesn't really interest me anymore. Uh, send uh, uh, Baron over there. Otis. Uh, Otis. Yeah, Otis and Tucky can go to Raw. Uh, who else Who else on SmackDown? I like SmackDown's got a pretty decent roster. I really mm-hmm. actually kind of like mm-hmm. SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, totally. Billy Kay. There you go. Billy Kay and Aleister Black to SmackDown. Yeah, that'd be good. And if that doesn't work for Aleister Black, send him to AEW. There you go. Or New Japan Professional Wrestling. Yeah, New Japan would be great. Uh, dang MQ. I think SmackDown has better writing because some of the talent might have input on their storylines, such as Roman, The Fiend, Bailey, New Day, and AJ. And I wonder Daniel how much Brian apparently is on the creative team there too. So I was gonna say, yeah, I wonder how much that might make a difference. Again, these are all good questions that I wish WWE would give us answers to. I know. Yeah, Ricochet, like a complete rebrand. Hey, I like his theme music, but give him new theme music as long as he gets to choose, like, and it's something cool. Well, think about Ricochet's theme. His theme's fine. It was the entrance, the lasers and all that. That's what was really cool. Yeah, that's true. We don't really yeah. see that anymore anyway. I love his theme music. I just think, hey, you know what? 
Just a clean slate. Just start over. Uh, Yoshable, which, if any of the eternal storylines of WWE right now, do you want to see continue? If they're going on SmackDown, generally speaking, uh, uh, I'm, I'm cool with it. SmackDown, I'm fine with. Which storylines on Raw do you want to see continued? Just in WWE. Oh, in WWE in general? Okay, well, let's let's narrow that down. We do think that there's a couple of never-ending stories on Raw. Are there yeah. any stories on Raw you want to see continue? Like, I'll be honest with you. I don't, like, this Aleister Black, Kevin Owens thing has been going on too long already. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. It's not really interesting. No. Uh, Seth Mysterio has to stop at some Way point. Way too long. Way too long. Randy is. Drew has got to stop at some point. It's got to stop at hell in a cell. Oscar um, literally doesn't have a story. Um, Street profits have no story. Street profits don't have a story. Oh, Bianca Belair's Mr. Perfect vignettes. I can watch those forever, forever and there ever. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Zondo says cruiserweight division started as a raw sub show. Now it's on NXT and it's way better. Should they ship raw underground to NXT as well? No There's real room for it. I was not, I did not miss raw underground. Not I at really all. didn't. I did not. Uh, yay world. Thanks for the bit says, what do you think about WWE rehiring Curtis Axel and team him up with Bianca to form the perfect duo? Could be interesting team. Mm-mm. Nope. Curtis Axel has been so deeply buried. Yeah. It's just so deeply buried. Um, well, now he doesn't work for the company. Uh, let's see here. The Singularity X. I'm off to work, so I'll be checking you all out in the morning. But the question I have is, do you think Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley would be an amazing match? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Bobby Lashley yeah. is a super underrated wrestler. Heck like, yeah, man. That guy sells like crazy. Like some of those hey. spots tonight, uh, the one where I think it was uh, Ricochet took out... Shelton, I think, and maybe it was Apollo took out Lashley on the both on the apron on the outside. The apron, yeah, that was good stuff. And like those guys on the bump, man, he really is. Yeah. So it's all this ass. I know Retribution is supposed to be a Mad Max type thing, but would it be better if they were the bad guys from the Crow? And who could be the Crow character? No, they should be like the Lost Boys from the Lost Boys. Who Retribution? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Who gets to play Kiefer Sutherland? Well, it's Dijak, of course. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I get to be Kiefer. Uh, let's yeah, see I'm the leader. Uh, uh, White Brownie, who's next for Asuka? Also, will she be champion come Survivor Series? Yes. She'll probably finally get that win over. If they do champion versus champion, she'll probably get that win over Bailey finally at Survivor mm-hmm, Series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Let's see here. Uh, De La Cruz. Who had a worse debut name? The Viking Experience or the member names of Retribution? I'll be honest. Given that Dijak is really turning T-Bar into something, I'm going to say the Viking Experience. It sounds like a like a Disney ride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Viking Experience. Even I think even before uh, 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 Dijak started turning around, the perception of T Bar with his with his top notch Twitter game, mm-hmm. just Viking experience. Considering they were War Machine, that's an incredible name. War yeah. Raiders still really good. And I I totally understand. Heel Long Heavy here says so. I've apparently they too. have said this. I don't care. 
I understand Hanson Rowe, they don't like the name War Machine, and I understand there's that fighter that, you know, who was like a, a you know, got arrested for, for beating up his, which is a terrible, terrible, and his name was War Machine. I get that. If that connotation didn't exist, War Machine's a really cool name. It's a really cool name. So. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, even, I, uh, I mean, what was it in uh, War Raiders was in... Uh, NXT. That's not bad. NXT, yeah. Uh, Isaldis says Mandy and Dana are both body girls. Should we get some backstage segments of them lifting? Sure. It'll give them some. I mean, if it's, you know, it'll give them some, uh, you know, don't encroach on the Bianca territory. (laughs) I I saw, I've only seen half of this. So O-Dog says Mace was saying his name is Mason and that's his nickname. T-Bar replied, said his his real name is Terry uh, Barlea. 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 That's I did not see that. That's amazing, dude. They were tweeting at Matthew. I know. That's hilarious. Yeah, the, he said uh, his uh, real name is Terry Barlea. Uh, Dijak's been tweeting at all sorts of uh, wrestling uh, reporters and personalities. Man, that is great. That is hilarious. That's so funny. That's incredible. Uh, let's see. I'll see if there's a couple more here. Um, Tyler Quint says, I missed Raw the last couple of weeks. Is Raw Underground done or do they now or do they just forget about it tonight? So according to Fightful, uh, via Fightful Select, um, it was not deemed important enough. Given all the – so they filmed those kind of in advance. And given how many changes they needed to make, Raw Underground just isn't important enough for them to have like had to go through the extra effort for it. Yeah, they shoot a different place, I think, or maybe they they shoot at the Amway Center. I remember, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's all pre-film stuff. And if the show wasn't ready till like right before airtime, uh, Eddie Brock's Venom says, uh, uh, "I was playing 2K and I saw Lars Sullivan. Made me think, oh, that's right, he's still under WWE contract. What's the latest on him? Um, we don't know. So I know he had an injury that was going to take a long time mm-hmm. to heal up from. Plus, apparently, he was dealing with some anxiety issues. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I, I don't know. I, I don't. I do not know. But yeah, uh, we have not heard a thing. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rich asks: Champs get paid more in kayfabe for holding a title. What do you think the pay is for the twenty four seven title? Two hundred forty-seven dollars. That's good. It's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, all right, that's that's good. That's good. Anyways, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Oh, on uh, the Twitch for uh, Impact Wrestling, but no more RVD and Katie Forbes. Very sad about that. Anyways, thanks for people. Thanks for you tuning in, people. <laughs> Until next time, I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. 
The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.